live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Standard Time, and you are locked and loaded right here on rumble.com slash LFA TV. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the Live Free or Die, Granite State in New Hampshire as always. And I got my boy, producer Eli. What's up, Eli? What's going on, LFA family? Hit that like button, hit that share button. Let's go. It's actually called smash that rumble button. We're not on YouTube. Get with the lingo, Eli. Smash that rumble button, ladies and gentlemen. Barbara Peters is in the building. Suzanne Vermontes is here, ready for the news. Not playing games. Benny Clow is in the building. Garrett is here. Bobby Driver, good to see you. Thank you for joining in. Logan is here from Oregon. How you doing? Mr. Ted, hello from Michigan. We got Trump's back. Yes, sir, we do. How you doing? Bumblebee is in the building. Roxanne is here. Sharon Joven is here. Terry Sue, how are you? It's me, 77 is in the building. Jay Miles, 1026. Jennifer from Tennessee, good to see you. Kayla is here. Race Mom is here. Sky Fee is here. Rockin' Robbins is in the building. Vintage Lulu Gal, and let's give one more to Red Hat is in the building. Good to see all of you. Thank you very much for joining in on this episode of I was going to say rise up, but I guess that was this morning live from America. It is January 17th, year of our Lord, 2024. And, of course, you're locked and loaded right here for two straight hours of LFA TV live from America with myself and my producer, producer Eli. And we've got a charged up two hours for you. I want to kind of give you a quick rundown of what you can expect to see in the first and in the second hour of the show. In the first hour, we're going to go and talk about how the mainstream media is taking, you know, Donald Trump's win in Iowa, what they're saying, what it means. They're very racist, very bigoted remarks about the people that voted for Donald Trump. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how the rhinos and the Democrats are once again unipartying together to try to stop Donald Trump. It won't work. New Hampshire is ready for their primary here in this great live free or die frozen tundra state and we've got a lot to talk about when it, as it pertains to that uh the other candidates including the ones that dropped out recently um 
We're going to be talking about Jack Smith and Donald Trump and how Donald Trump is Donald Trump has now whipped him again in a real court of law, like the appeals court. We're going to talk about Fannie Willis, bra, Brad Rappensberger, Brian Kemp, who happens to be in Davos, Switzerland, right now at the World Economic Forum. Of course, where else would he be? Uh, as we go into the second hour. We're going to be talking about Hunter Biden and his contempt of Congress and where that's at. The FBI grooming a 16-year-old child into an entrapment situation. Crime is causing stores to close. We're going to be giving you the update on disease X, illegals, and much, much more here on Live from America. So I'm going to need you to do me a great, great favor. There is 2,000 of you watching. Why don't we have 2,000 likes? That's what I want to know. I've always wondered that. I've always wondered how we can have so many people watching, but nobody clicks that thumbs up button. So either we have a bunch of lazy people in LFA, which I doubt, or we have a bunch of people that either refuse to click it or not click it, which I doubt, or we have a bunch of people that watch and don't have a profile and in turn can't live chat. I need you to stop doing that today. I need you to get off the fence. I need you to make a Rumble account, and I need you to like these videos. It's no longer an option. I mean, it is an option, but uh, we got to look at it as it's no longer an option because that right there is what pump, pumps up the algorithms to make uh, the show seen more by, by more people, which bring more people in, which get more people to truth so we can be a lot more proactive than reactive. All right? Okay, cold open video of the day. Not that I want to start out with throw up in your mouth, but I must because... There's a lot of people that are saying a lot of things that they need to be held accountable for after Donald Trump's historic win in Iowa. A lot of racist remarks, a lot of bigoted remarks, all targeting white Christian people. Like we're some bad plague. That's what a lot of people think. It's definitely what the clucking hens of the views of the view thing. What's interesting is he not only had a great night with less educated voters, he had a great night with the evangelical voters. He even did better than expected with college educated voters. Okay, stop it right there. Stop it right there. Hold on, hold on. All right, we'll, 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 we'll keep it going. But the Republican base. Well, well look, it, it has become a more blue collar uh, working class party. Uh, and, and frankly, his, his support has gone across all those demographic groups. And he has, of course, done better among uh, Hispanics and African Americans than Mitt Romney did uh, in, in, in 2012. So he, he has a, a broad, dominant coalition of Republican voters, and he has brought new people into the party. Um, but, but let's forget, let's not forget, we're talking about among Republicans here. Yes. We're talking among Republicans. He still has huge problems when you get to a general election and he has to actually win over independence. And well, you know, yes. we keep talking and trying to understand what makes these people vote for him. With yep. The guy has, we know, 91 indictments. He hasn't won a race since 2016. He's liable for uh, rape. Yep. Um, he says he wants to be a dictator on day one. He makes fun of uh, gold star or uh, families. He makes fun of John McCain, who was a hero in Vietnam, and yet they still love him. But the main thing I see is he's a loser. He keeps losing. So why do they keep throwing their weight behind a loser? And now Chris Christie told us that he is sure that Trump would lose in the general. 
Should he have that kind of confidence when these people are putting themselves behind this dictator wannabe Look, and a loser at the same Let me just stop right here because I saw Holly in the chat said, I'll never understand why you care what these losers think. It isn't about caring what they think or not caring what they think. Nobody cares what they think here on this show. Unfortunately, millions of Americans do care what they think, Holly. Unfortunately, millions of Americans actually take what these idiots say as fact, as truth. And it is our job as journalists and reporters and citizens to let the world know where they're wrong. First of all, I like to put them on blast and I like to put them on the spotlight for the racist, bigoted things that they say, like less educated voters. They're saying that Iowans are stupid. Do you know that two of the top 350 schools are in Iowa in the United States of America? Look it up. Why don't you look up Mount Pleasant or Pleasant Valley High School? That's number one. What about the Quad City region? It's one of the fastest growing regions in the United States with diversity and access to more things in that area than most people have in their entire state. Less educated white Christians. So they said that we were stupid. They said that you were white, stupid Christians in Iowa. And once you get out of Iowa, he's going to have real trouble because they're not less educated white Christian voters. Imagine saying that. Eli, imagine saying that the reason why Donald Trump did not win in the city of Atlanta is because there's less educated, black, uh, non-faithful human beings. Whatever you want to say. Imagine that. Another thing that caught my attention was when she said uh, even college-educated voters are still voting for him. The way she said that makes it sound like, oh, and college is failing these students and getting, you know, trying to teach Trump out of them. Like it's... like she's admitting that they're being indoctrinated. Even the college-educated voters are still voting for him. Well, I'll tell you what, um, and not only that, what did she, uh, what's her name there? Um, Joy, uh, Joyless Reed, she went on to say, he's a loser. He's a loser. He just won by four, 30 points in a state that has never had anybody win more than 12, uh, 12 and a half points. He's a loser. He hasn't won anything since 2016. Actually, he just won by 30 points. And if you really want to play that game, if you really want to play that game, why don't you look at his endorsement record? And then if you want to play that game, why don't we bring up all of the discovery in a court of law, a real court of law, about how Joe Biden won the election of 2020? As a matter of fact, Joy, prove to me, not because of what some electors said, prove to me that Joe Biden won the election. In 2020, you can't do that. So the reason why I show that stuff is to show the world. Maybe you can take that and show your view loving Democrat moron friends exactly what I just said. Now, the real losers have to cheat to win. The real losers have to cheat in order to win. You learn that as a as a as a kindergartner. Cheaters never win. Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis are cheaters. Uh, Major, it's been a very interesting night. They just finished uh, voting. This was a room in favor of Nikki Haley, overwhelmingly so. Ron DeSantis second, Donald Trump a distant third. The most interesting development of the evening, and Anthony Salvanto will, will find this to be very interesting indeed. They had 50 forms for people who wanted to register tonight or switch their party registration. They ran out of those forms. Members of the caucus team here had to run out to multiple people's homes to get printer paper and get their printers fired up. They printed another 25 or so sheets of paper. 
They estimate about 75 people were new registrations or switched their registration from Democrat to Republican in order to play in this caucus tonight. And I think that's a big reason why Nikki Haley uh, was lifted up. You're getting a little noise here as they clean up. Uh, was so uh, impressive in this particular outing. If she can repeat that, because we're talking about 20% of the vote here, thereabouts, give or take, uh, were new registrations or crossovers, and that is above the typical rate. You see estimates about 10% in a typical open caucus. So if she can outperform in counties like this one, at caucus sites like this one, then that bodes well for her ability to have a strong second, which of course is what her campaign really wants to drive the narrative into New Hampshire. Can you imagine saying how great she is when she finished third place, saying how amazing she finished when she finished third place, and that you're begging Democrats to help you in order to make you finish second place? Can you imagine opining for second place? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> All this talk about losers. And I'm like, becoming one myself. I swallowed my own spit down the wrong pipe there. Can you imagine opining to be second place? I can't wait to get to second place. I finished strong third place. Yeah. Okay. So moving on. If you need to cheat or you need to change the rules or you need to push back the goalposts in order to win a fair head-to-head match, then you are not wanted by the people. And since you're not wanted by the people, then you cannot represent the people that you choose, that you say you're representing. It is a, once you start going down that road, that's it. That's it. Once you start going down that road, that is it. You can never be a winner. You can never be a leader. You can never be chosen by the people. And that is exactly what they're doing. And it's not going to work. Now, I know a lot of people are talking about Vivek. I know a lot of people are talking about, you know, uh, endorsements. We're going to get to those in the first and foremost section. But right now, we are 15 minutes past the hour. We have well over 4,000 people watching here on on Rumble.com. So I think it's a good time for us to go to the Lord in prayer. So come to me with a thankful heart. Now, this morning on Rise Up, we talked about how everything matters. Everything you do matters and everything you don't do matters. One thing is for sure, that a life full, uh, fulfilled, uh, filled with God and a, and a spirit being fulfilled with the word of God, you're going to be joyful and you're going to be thankful. Come to me with a thankful heart so that you can enjoy my presence. This is the day that I have made. I want you to rejoice today, refusing to worry about tomorrow. Search for all that I have prepared you for, anticipating abundant blessings and accepting difficulties as they come and be thankful for them. Boy, we've had a difficulties these last three years, but look how we've grown. Look how we've grown stronger, better, smarter, more proactive rather than reactive. It truly is the work of God. I can weave miracles into the most mundane day if you keep your focus on me and nothing else. Come to me with all your needs, knowing that my glorious riches are a more than adequate supply. Stay in continual communication with me so that you can live above your circumstances while you're in the midst of them. Look, folks, a lot of things happen during a day. A lot of things come your way during a day. And I think you should set your alarms on your, on your watches or on your phones for like every two hours. And I think every two hours you need to stop, take a breath, and go get some word from the Lord. I really do. 
Present your request to me with thanksgiving, and my peace, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your heart and your mind. Boy, that's what we've done for the last three years. I remember on November 4th, everybody was about ready to commit suicide. And look where we are now. Look where we are now. All right, folks, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one. And let's pray now. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. All right, folks, we got a heck of a day for you. So I want to get right into the uh, right into the first and foremost section of today. And the first and foremost section today is not actually going to be brought to you by our good friends, OFP Farms. No, the first and foremost section today is going to be brought to you by Brickhouse Nutrition's other product that I am now taking myself. And that is the lean weight loss. Okay. The lean weight loss, ladies and gentlemen. Now, what I want to tell you before we even get into talking about what this does and why it's definitely okay and recommended uh, if you're a larger person to to take lean and field of greens. uh, I do want to tell you anybody that gets, you know, anybody that's got a heart issue or because this will increase your metabolism. And while increasing your metabolism, it's going to increase the way your body reacts to things and it will elevate your heart. Not a lot. Not a lot. If, you're, if you've got a healthy heart, you're fine. And even if you don't have such a healthy heart, you're fine. I just want to make sure that you talk to anybody that you need to talk to before you take any kind of metabolism booster or any kind of weight loss pill. But you guys already know that Field of Greens is a success. You guys already know that Brickhouse Nutrition is all about uh, natural success products with natural success stories. Now, a lot of people are saying, hey, I'm getting a lot of results of Field of Greens. My skin is clearing up. I feel a lot better. I feel like I've got more activity, but I've not lost much weight. I've lost maybe a pound or two. And if you're still looking for a healthy and promising and successful way to lose weight, I got to tell you, folks, it is the lean product. And another thing, folks, that you got to make sure that you understand is that a lot of um, a lot of chronic stress can wreak havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. And stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels your weight gain, especially as you get older. And you know all the stress eating and sugar cravings you have, right? Well, the good news is, folks, is lean is going to curb that. It's going to not make you want that. It's going to speed up your metabolism, and it will drop pounds. So 15% off if you go to takelean.com, takelean.com. And use the promo code LFA15. It might just be right for you. Okay. You ready for that first slurp? Lift up your Rise Up Coffee and let's go to it. All right. New Hampshire is ready for Donald J. Trump. And when I say New Hampshire is ready for Donald J. Trump, New Hampshire is not going to be bogged down. We're getting that snow now. We're getting that cold weather now. It's going to be a repeat of Iowa. But the thing about New Hampshireites... We are very, very tough here in the cold weather. 
We live in the cold weather. We play in the cold weather. A little cold snap and a few feet, a few inches of snow, even a couple feet of snow, isn't going to stop us. Do you remember, Eli, three years ago when we got 46 inches in one snowstorm? 46 inches of snow in one snowstorm in a 24-hour period, and we were still going to work the next day. Folks, we do not play games here in New Hampshire. Now, I'm going to show you a quick video. It must kill Fox News to have to do this. It must kill Fox News that their golden boy and their golden girl are finishing in second and third place with the help of the Democrats. And it must really kill them when they see so many people lined up to see Donald J. Trump. Now, we're going to show you Fox News's point of view of this. But then in a few minutes, we're going to come back to this and show you another uh, video from a local station up here. Okay, this is from uh, Atkinson, New Hampshire. This was last night. Uh, Roll it. Just two hours, former President Donald Trump will hold his first rally here in New Hampshire in a month's time. You can see behind me, this is the line of folks who have been out here braving the snow since 5 o'clock this morning to see former President Trump after his landslide victory in Iowa last night. Now, those folks who are braving this 29-degree weather and six inches of snow are also going to see Vivek Ramaswamy share a stage with Trump for the first time, marking their first event together, I should say. Since Vivek Ramaswamy uh, stepped down, dropped out of the race, and endorsed former President Trump last night. Now the all right. So before we get to Vivek Ramaswamy, because I know there's a lot of people that saw Vivek with Trump last night, and I know there's a lot of people that were cheering that on and clapping as if it was something real. I'll give you my take on that in a minute, but I got to get to this real quick because Lion Ted has something to say about Donald J. Trump. Roll it. Great to be with you. Listen, last night was decisive. It, it, was, it was a dominating victory for Donald Trump. I, I got to say, there's no place like the Iowa caucuses. I know it intimately. The men and women of Iowa, they take their responsibility incredibly seriously. They scrutinize the candidates. It's an amazing process, and I'm a big believer in letting democracy play out. Well, Last night it played out, and I, I got to say, Trump's victory was across the board. He won 51% of the vote. He won 98 of the counties. Congratulations to President Trump on that dominating victory. And, and at this point, I, I believe this race is over. So, so I am proud to endorse Donald Trump for president of the United States. I look forward to supporting him enthusiastically because I think it's time for the Republican Party to unite, for us to come together. We've got to beat Joe Biden, we've got to beat this disastrous cultural Marxist agenda in the White House. We've got to retake the United States Senate. We've got to hold the House. We got to come together and win. And with the results last night, the people have spoken. It's time to move onward to victory in November. My question is, what took so long? My question is, why do you think the LFA family, and I'm going to ask you this question, and I'm going to pull up the Rumble chat. Why do you think it takes certain politicians so long to just come right out and say that? What do you think it took uh, Ted Cruz so long for in order to give that endorsement? What happened? Why is it so confusing? Why do they do that? That's a good question. I want to hear from the LFA family. Now, I know it's great that we should unite. I'm all about it. But why, why wait until now? What is it about waiting instead of coming right out and saying that? Let's see what you people say. Oh, it's a happy birthday to Blonde X. Happy birthday. God bless you. Thank you very much for being here today. Better late than never, 100%. 
They're scared of losing money. They thought that he would be out of the race. That's the answer I was looking for right there. That is the answer. And, and yes, they are scared. They thought he'd be out of the race. They thought that they would have a cruise victory. Uh, get it? No pun intended, cruise. Uh, they thought they'd have, a, they'd have a cruise victory right into Ron DeSantis or even Vivek or Nikki Haley, anybody but Trump. And that's, that, that's what's happening, folks. They're starting to get to the point where, oh, my gosh, we are too late. We better do it now so that we can jump on, uh, jump on that train and not get vilified and destroyed by the MAGA base. Who knows better? But Lion Ted, it is, I'm so glad, better late than never. But man, it would have been great if you could have done this six months ago so we could have avoided everything that we've been going through with these other candidates. That's what I have to say. Now, Vivek Obama Swami. How many of you are buying that Donald Trump is all about Vivek Ramaswamy and is all about having him a part of his administration? How many of you are buying that? Raise your hand in the, in the, in the comment thread because I'm about to pee all over your parade here in a few seconds if that's what you really think. How many of you believe that Donald Trump was very excited to bring Vivek Ramaswamy into the fold and get him close? Let's see. They have to unite as one behind Trump. Yes, they do. Not me. Nope, he's not. No. No, no, no. Nope. Trump is using Vivek. Ooh, I like the way you think, Lulu Red. We're going to get to my commentary on that here in a minute. Tired says, Jeremy, sometimes I feel ignored. Well, don't be ignored. Maybe you should change your name to wake up rather than tired. <laughs> Just kidding. Not buying it. Nope, nope, nope. See, one thing that Donald Trump is very, very good at He's very, very good at putting the spotlight on somebody. You're either going to sink or you're going to swim. You're going to sink or you're going to swim. Donald Trump's killing two birds with one stone here. Number one, he understands very, very clearly, very clearly, that Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis are working together to do anything they can to stop Donald Trump, and they've got the RNC behind them. Donald Trump knows that the Democrats in some states are switching parties or in open primaries just going right out and openly openly voting for the, the opponent of Donald Trump. These are not new tactics. This is something that's been going on for decades, right? Okay. Donald Trump needs every single vote he can get. Getting Vivek Ramaswamy out of the way will peel off and take back that 8%, 7%, 9%, 6%, 10%, whatever that is in every state, Trump needs those votes. And those are former Trump voters. That's why they like Vivek so much. The only reason that they jumped on the Vivek train was because they, they also thought Donald Trump was going to go to prison. And I'm talking about your Candace Owenses. I'm talking about your Rick Rubens. I'm talking about all these Vivek people that started jumping on his train, your Tim Pools and all that. They did that. Because they wanted Trump, they just didn't want the baggage that came with Trump. They didn't want to be called racist anymore. They didn't want to be called a bigot anymore. So they said, what is the best way to have Trump without having Trump? That's Vivek. So those voters are going to go back to Trump. Trump knows that. He needs that 6%. He needs that 8, 9, 10% of votes. That's a lot of votes. Now, moving on from that, Donald Trump. The only people that can do Donald Trump real damage is Vivek Ramaswamy in the primaries. I'll tell you why. Because those people that are voting for Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, they're not Trump voters anyway. Half of them are Democrats. Donald Trump wants real voters. He's going to do a lot more damage to Donald Trump, not close to Donald Trump, than he would far away from Donald Trump. He's going to do a lot less damage to Trump and to Trump's campaign if Trump brings him into the fold. 
So you heard the crowd last night in here in New Hampshire, dummies, chanting VP, VP, VP. First of all, he's not a natural-born citizen. He's an anchor baby. Second of all, he's not even a Christian. Not at all. He does not believe that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. So if Donald Trump, if something were to happen to Donald Trump and Vivek Ramaswamy happened to be VP, which Donald Trump is not going to make that mistake, then you'd have a non-God-believing, non-natural citizen as the president of the United States of America. Think clearly here, folks. Donald Trump wants him to do least amount of damage as he can. He wants all the voters back. He wants them to help him. He's bringing them into the fold. And I know this is true because the body language last night when they tried to embrace after Vivek stole the mic for about 30 minutes, by the way, tried to get all that airtime, right? Tried to set himself up for his future, whatever it is. He then tried to embrace Donald Trump. Donald Trump held him away, held him back. You can go on social media and look anywhere. Held him back. He's not going to be VP. He does more help to Trump having be close to Trump than, than he does to Trump being away from Trump. That is why Donald Trump has him campaigning with him. It's all about the game. It's all about the campaign game. Now, here's one minute and 11 seconds, and that's all I could stand, of Vivek pumping up the crowd, saying the right things, but we know better. I'd rather have him helping the campaign, though, than not helping the campaign. I'm not complaining at the fact that he's helping the campaign. I'm merely stating what people see and what we don't want. We do not want another mistake in some kind of a VP or major cabinet pick. I don't think he belongs in the cabinet really at all outside of press secretary. But roll it. We believe those ideals still exist. This man is going to be your next president to revive them. E pluribus unum. From many, one. And you know how we're doing it? We're doing it by speaking the truth at every step of the way. By the way, pause it real quick here. That was a, uh, he sounds just like Obama. I want to start this over here. The e pluribus unum thing, that's all an Obama thing. That's an Obama plagiarizing uh, statement. I want you to listen. I want you to pretend you're listening to Barack Obama here. Close your eyes. It even sounds like Barack, even with the tone. Close your eyes and listen. Do not let your eyes deceive you. I want you to listen how he speaks. And boy, is it very reminiscent of another man with a, a skinny guy with a funny last name. Those ideals still exist. This man is going to be your next president to revive them. E pluribus unum. From many, one. And you know how we're doing it? We're doing it by speaking the truth at every step of the way. There are two genders in this country. Period. That is the truth. Here Fossil it is. Fuels Here comes are a Obama. Requirement for human prosperity. Just not saying Drill, the Obama thing. Burn coal. Embrace nuclear energy. Reverse racism is racism. An open border is not a border. Parents determine the education of their children. The nuclear family is the greatest form of governance known to mankind. Capitalism lifts us up from poverty. There are three branches of government in the United States, not four. And the U.S. Constitution is the strongest and greatest guarantor of freedom in human history. That is the truth. We fight for the truth. Joining us now is Ari Fleischer. You see how Fox News had to cut him off? Fox News couldn't take it. But did you see Trump's face? Now, after that, they tried to embrace, and he was trying to hug Trump, and Trump was keeping him away. Trump was keeping him away and then shook his hand. He literally held him away. The body language was, was incredible. Trump knows what he's doing. I want you to be very, 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 very 
Uh, I want you to have a lot of, um, just don't be worried. Donald Trump knows what he's doing. He's not going to make this man VP. This man, there's talks that this man is actually going to try to peel off more of Trump's crowd and then go run independent with RFK. Now, that's just a rumor. That's not real. That's just a rumor that people are saying. But I want to tell you what my friends in the New Hampshire GOP are saying, okay? These are my friends. These are people that helped me in my campaign. These are real people. And this is what a friend of mine said. He said, unfortunately... Donald Trump has forgot that it's God first. This is what they said, okay? Aligning with someone who serves a false God will not lead to victory, sir, but defeat. I've been with you a long time, lost my career, lost my friends, lost my family, lost almost everything. This was a poor decision, sir. So I reached out to him, and I said, you got to understand what Trump's doing here. Now, if Trump is literally trying to unite with Vivek and and have him part of the the cabinet, then you're 100% correct. Poor decision. But Donald Trump is not doing that, I told him. And you need to not fret. Everything is going to be okay. Donald Trump knows exactly what he's doing, and his face and his body language said everything that you need to know. He's an asset at arm's length. Anybody who took WEF cash, Soros cash, was in the pharmaceutical company, was buddy-buddy with Epstein's guy, anybody that, all of that stuff that I laid out yesterday, I just can't trust that close. So I, I think Donald Trump is doing the right thing here by making sure that he can't do any damage to Donald Trump over these next few primaries. If Donald Trump sweeps New Hampshire and South Carolina, it's over. It really is over. Like, no more people hanging around. Nikki won't hang around. She's already canceling debates. Ron DeSantis only has enough money to get to, get to uh, March 1st, so he's done. They're not going to gain any more money. No billionaires are coming behind Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis at this point, wasting money on them. Trump knows what he's doing, and I think it's a great move for a very different reason than other people think. Now, getting to Nikki Haley and canceling debates. ABC has canceled the New Hampshire GOP debate that was scheduled for this week, two of them, after Nikki Haley refuses to attend. She's giving up, folks. She's giving up. ABC News has canceled the New Hampshire Republican primary debate after neocon Nikki Haley said that she would not show up unless Donald Trump did. (laughs) Imagine that, Eli. Imagine her thinking that she's got enough power to get Donald Trump to change his mind and say, you know what, I'll come and do the debate because Nikki Haley wants me to. Okay, Donald Trump has beat every one of these people and he hasn't even shown up to one debate. He's he's beat every single one of them and he's not shown up to one debate. Nikki Hillary Haley came in third in Iowa and she says it's a two-person race. Yeah, between Donald Trump and Donald Trump. It's a two-person race. But then she literally cancels the debate. I'm not showing up unless Trump does. Well, because she knows she's talking to thin air. She knows that every time she shows up to a debate and Trump doesn't, she loses. What do you think is going to happen if he does show up, Nikki? If you can't beat the guy when he's not present, how are you going to beat the guy when he is present? Eli, that's, my, that's like me saying, 
That would be like the equivalent of Nikki Haley in all of her loserness, calling out Donald Trump and all of his greatness, right? Would be the equivalent of me calling out Michael Jordan and saying, I'm not going to go play this game unless Michael Jordan comes. If I can't beat Michael Jordan on a video game, what makes me think I'm going to be able to beat Michael Jordan in real life? He'd make me look even worse. And yes, that's the equivalent. What's up, Eli? Be LeBron. You could beat him probably. <laughs> beat him with a stick. That woman doesn't want the smoke. That's what the young folks say, Eli. What does that mean? You don't know what that means? No. <laughs> when somebody says, I want all that smoke, right? Yeah. Well, it's more of a hip-hop thing. You wouldn't know that either, but it's more of a, like when somebody says, I want all that smoke, and somebody says, you want that smoke? That means, you want what I got? And then somebody says, yeah, I- I'll take whatever you got. Come on, I'm ready. That's what that means. Nikki Haley don't want that smoke. I could say, like, that's fire, right? <laughs> no. Nope. Completely different thing. Now, Hunter Biden wants that smoke. Hunter Biden really wants that smoke. He wants that hot glass bead pipe, Eli. He wants that smoke. He wants it all. She'd get smoked by Donald Trump, and she knows it. So CBS said, I mean, so ABC said, well, our intent was to host a debate coming out of the Iowa caucuses, but we always knew that it would be contingent on the candidates and the outcome of the race, said NBC, or ABC spokesperson. While our robust election coverage <laughs> will continue... Does anybody watch ABC election coverage, by the way, anymore? Anybody with a brain? Boring. Uh, ABC News and WMUR-TV, which is the liberal station here in New Hampshire, which sucks, will be moving forward with Thursday's Republican primary debate in New Hampshire. In a post on True Social on Monday, Trump wrote, Haley can never win the general election because she doesn't have MAGA and never will. So now I want to go back to what Donald Trump said about Vivek Ramaswamy and what Vivek Obamaswamy said about Donald Trump two days ago. Just that you want to know if uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is going to be MAGA or not. Trump already truthed out and said two things. Number one, Vivek is not MAGA. Do not listen to a thing he says. Donald Trump said that two days ago. I doubt he changed his mind. And Vivek Ramaswamy said, the powers that be will never let Donald Trump near that White House again. Never. No matter what. So vote for me so I can save him. Well, Vivek, if you truly believe that the powers that be in the deep state will never, ever, 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 ever let Donald Trump near the White House, then why did you go to New Hampshire last night, come to New Hampshire, and say, this man will be president next? You just said two days ago that he wouldn't be. So are you lying then, or are you lying now? Donald Trump, you said, don't listen to a thing Vivek says. He's not MAGA. And then when asked by the, by the fans... Or when, when the fans were chanting VP, 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 Donald Trump said, well, he'll be with us for a very long time. He didn't say anything about VP. He's going to use that boy. Oh, yeah, you can't call anybody who's not white boy, right, Eli? I think you can if they're brown, right? That's, not, that's nothing, right? It's just if they're black, you can't, right? Of color. What's that? Of color. Oh, yeah. Person of color. Well, so we've got Nikki Haley, who's canceling debates because she can't debate and she can't win. You've got Vivek Obamaswamy thinking he's got some kind of future ahead of him with Donald Trump. He'll just be used. You got Meatball Ron, who has no idea what's going on. He's out there tap dancing with his boots. And then you've got Rhino Asa Hutchinson. Now, did anybody even know that Asa Hutchinson was still in the presidential race? Did anybody know that? Well, he was. Till yesterday, 
and he dropped out of the 2024 presidential race after coming in sixth place behind the Donut King himself. So the former Arkansas governor loudly booed, if you guys remember, back in November in Orlando. Instead of condemning the political persecution of Donald J. Trump, he lashed out at Trump and said that he was responsible for January 6th. So he got like 11 votes in, in Iowa. People were chanting, go home, go home, go home. So Asa Hutchinson last night came out to his room of seven people and said, I regret to inform you guys that after all this hard work, I've decided to suspend my campaign. No, said four people. Who cares, said the other three. Asa Hutchinson, tears coming down his eyes. I can't believe this is the end. I didn't know there was a beginning. So Asa Hutchinson has dropped out. Nobody cares. I'm a loser. What a loser. I'm a loser. I didn't know he was in. And I'm not what I appear to be. You know what I really wonder, Eli? I wonder what Floridians think of their governor, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis now. You know what I mean? I wonder if Floridians are still like, go, go, you know, Power Rangers when it comes to Ron DeSantis, or if they're like, we don't want anything to do with him anymore. I imagine at this point, it's more like, go, go out of our state. We're all set with you. You haven't been here in a while anyway. <laughs> you haven't been here in a while anyway, and when you were here, you lost to Disney. You lost to Disney, a bunch of pedophile trans freaks who have no idea what the heck's going on in the world, trying to change the world into a very dark place, and you lost to them. I don't know what the people of Florida think, Eli, but I guarantee you they're probably not happy with what he's done. I guarantee you they're not happy with the fact that he went against Donald Trump. Now, I promised you that I would show you a local news station um, and, and what they captured here in New Hampshire last night. Now, by the way, it was relatively warm in New Hampshire last night. The temperatures have since dropped. Now, what are we in the teens now, Eli? Maybe in the 10 degrees, somewhere in there? And it's going to get colder and colder. Isn't that weird? Snow and cold weather leading up to caucuses and primaries all the time, isn't it? Anyway, folks, uh, here well, you go. Well, now to the New Hampshire primary. A week from today, the top three Republican candidates now out of the Iowa caucuses and shifting their attention to the Granite States. Former President Trump, Ron DeSantis, and Nikki Haley all have events today. WBZ's Christina Rex is live in Atkinson, New Hampshire, where, Christina, there is a big crowd for Trump's event. Yeah, Lisa, Trump is expected to take the stage within the hour inside the Atkinson Country Club here behind me. And there are hundreds of people here who waited all day to see him. You know, it was below freezing for the Iowa caucuses. Today, we've had snow and freezing rain here in New Hampshire. But voters waited outside for President Trump, a sign as the primary is only one week away. A line of Trump supporters braving the cold and nonstop snow as they wait for his rally in Atkinson is a sign that the New Hampshire primary is officially upon us. Iowa, thank you. We love you all. Trump won the Iowa Republican caucus in a landslide Monday night, and his supporters believe that energy will carry into the nation's first primary. Can't stand uh, the liberal and the woke movement anymore. It's just too extreme. That we're not going to have a country if we don't get Trump back. What do you mean by that? Well, the economy's gone, the border is gone. As Trump coasts in many national polls for the Republican nomination, experts say New Hampshire could be a turning point. If there is a state where somebody other than Trump is going to do well, it's probably going to be here. And I, so I think 
that makes New Hampshire something of a do or die state for both Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. Both other remaining candidates were on the trail Tuesday, too. DeSantis making a stop in South Carolina before he comes to the Granite State. I've done, I will make no excuses and I will not let you down. And Nikki Haley already in Concord for a round of national interviews before a rally up north. And so we're going to book it this entire week to continue doing what we've done for 11 months, and it's paid off. It's why we're a stone's throw away from, from Trump. In fact, while national polls have had Trump ahead by double digits for months, a new poll out Tuesday morning has Trump <laughs> and Haley neck and neck in New so Hampshire. Fake. But Trump's team says they don't buy it. They can fight for second place all day long, but you're still in second and third place. We need to rally behind the eventual nominee, and it's very clear, it has been for months, that that is President Trump. And Caroline Levitt, she's 100% correct there. Eli, you you know, it brings me back to that old uh, brings me back to that old saying in Fast and Furious. Doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning is winning, right? Doesn't matter if you win by a point or ten points. Winning is winning, and it's clear that every one of these losers has nothing, been doing nothing but fighting for second place. Now, I want to address Linda in the chat. Linda Miller. Now, Linda, I love you. You asked a question. I'm going to give you an answer. Your question was, why trash these other candidates? It doesn't do any of us any good. And you know what? Normally, I would say you're 100% right. In this election, I say I 100% disagree with you. And here's why. Because of what they've done to President Trump, and because these candidates refused to say it, refused to call it out, refused to literally stand in the gap when America and the Constitution and people's rights were being absolutely decimated, and they were hoping, praying, campaigning, and receiving money from donors in order to beat Donald Trump, knowing they were doing this to him, in order to wait him out to go to prison, in order to not stand with we the people, with what we want, knowing damn well that none of them were the person that we wanted as the Republican nominee. This is not a normal election. So I would have to respectfully say I 100% disagree with you. I think it is time to bury these people politically, bury them in their actual lives, never let them near any kind of political uh, seat ever again, always make sure that we see them in public and tell them what we think of them because they decided that they were going to join the dark side. And once they joined the dark side, eh, done. They've spent months and years raising money, trashing President Trump, trashing January Sixers, trashing supporters, trashing all of us, calling us liars, calling us thieves, calling us bigots, calling us racists, calling us insurrectionists. Playtime is over. So no, I will not stop trashing these, Trump, these candidates because I'm telling the truth. Now, if I was trashing them with lies, I could 100% agree with you. If I was trashing them with lies, but I'm not, I'm doing my research. I'm finding out the truth and I'm saying the truth as unpopular as it may be. Now, I know there's a lot of people in the chat that do not agree with me on the Vivek thing. They think this is a very good thing for Trump. That's okay. That doesn't mean that you can't watch LFA TV anymore. And it means that I can't respectfully disagree with you. All I'm doing is calling it how I see it. And, and some people asked, why can't Crispy and Sean see this as well? Couple reasons. Number one, they have a different point of view than I have. It's okay. That's what makes LFA TV great. The fact that we're all not centrally thinking like Fox News. Number two, they don't have as much wisdom as I have. 
They don't have as much wisdom as I have. They've not been through what I have. They're younger. They've not even been through nearly the hard times that I have in their lives. Not to say they haven't been through hard times. So I've been around the block quite a bit longer, especially in politics, than both of them. So I just happen to see things from a different point of view. Just like me and Ryan have a very different point of view on Israel. It's not a big deal. I think it's a good thing. But somebody asked, so that's my answer. Now, moving on real quick. From all of the election stuff, I want to go talk about the state of New York and how the state of New York is doing manufacturing-wise. Now, you see what Letitia James, Judge Engeron, and Alvin Bragg have been doing to Donald Trump. And Donald Trump says, you know what's funny about that? He said, wait, hold on. Moon says, so Rumble is a con now? Don't know what that means. No idea what that means. Uh, I agree, Jeremy. They trashed him for years, and it's, our, and it's his turn now. Jeremy, I respectfully agree. I didn't look at uh, this your way, but you make a lot of sense. Thank you. Well, thank you, Linda. I, I, thank you very much. Um, I've been awake for 20 years now, says PA Cat Lady. I can see a snake from a mile away. Kitten said, says, it sounds like you're scolding Linda. We know you mean well, but you're starting to yell. Please don't hate me for saying this. I don't hate you for saying this. My own wife thinks that. My own wife thinks that. I'm not yelling at anybody. Eli thinks that. Eli asked me a question, and it sounds like I'm yelling at him, but I'm not. I'm saying, get it done this way. Boom, boom, boom. Done and over with. I'm a, Eli, I'm a, I'm a pretty straightforward guy, right? I'm never, I don't have ill intent, right? Straight to the cut. Straight to the cut. I don't have ill intent to anybody. I just get a little animated sometimes. So I'm sorry. I apologize. Um... When you're older, you absolutely get the wisdom God gives you, 100%. And, that's, and, and another thing you get is discernment. You know what I mean? Jeremy, please don't stop getting the vital Vivek truth out there. Life, life from Studio 6B guys can't see it either. Well, that's okay. You know, you know what it is, though? It's that, it's that same syndrome of the Republicans, you know, like pawning all over a black guy that becomes a Republican. You notice that about the Republican Party? It doesn't matter who they are. If there's a black person... Or a brown person that says they're all about Trump, the Republicans like lift him up on a pedestal like they think they're God or something. Oh, you'll 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 verify everything that we're saying, and 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 now we're justified uh, for our like in Trump because a black person or a brown person said it. It's the same thing with Vivek. It has nothing to do with race. It's just somebody else saying Trump talking points that Trump happens to be bringing into the fold in some way, shape, or capacity, and they're too they're too uh, honeymooned over the fact that it's happening to see the forest for the trees. And I just don't, you know, been around a while. So it is what it is. Now, Donald Trump said to New York, if you continue to persecute me, I have many billionaire friends. I have many millionaire friends in the business sector. If you continue to persecute me, if you continue to come after me and my business unlawfully, people are going to take notice. People are not going to want to bring their businesses to the New York state. People are not going to want to invest their hard-earned, lifelong money in order to come to New York and just go bankrupt. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I know we get tired of saying this. Well, we don't get tired. I know that the left gets tired of hearing it, but Donald Trump was right again. That's right. Donald Trump was right again. Go figure. New York City is suffering through a devastating time right now. The current leadership is making it a lot worse. Between early 2020 
and 2023, so about three years, 158 companies that manage $993 billion in assets move their headquarters out of New York City. That's right. That's right. So they took their money. They took their assets. They took the jobs. And they said, we're out of here. Despite all the obstacles against business owners, New York Attorney General Letitia James decided to start suing businesses based on their politics. Letitia's current trial of Donald Trump and his sons and his daughter is unprecedented in American history. Letitia James is persecuting Trump for having a successful business, paying off his debts, paying off banks, and making beautiful real estate properties and changing the skyline of the very city that she resides in. New York State wants to take over Trump's businesses in the state and set an example to all Republicans in the state. Run a successful business here in New York City and you'll be punished. Ladies and gentlemen, New York is now suffering very badly. The manufacturing is gone. Look at Remington. Didn't they pack up and bounce too? How long was Remington in New York? They're gone now. A total of $1 trillion. Let me say that one more time, folks. $1 trillion in business and in jobs and assets have left New York because of Letitia James, because of the Democratic politics there. And on the back of all of that, the taxpayers, even though you guys have lost a trillion dollars worth of wealth and potential future jobs in your state, You are still having to pay for the hundreds of thousands of illegals that are taking over your state and will soon take over your homes. New York allowed this. New York allowed this. So why in the hell would we want a vice presidential pick from New York like Elise Stefanik? Weak, weak people in New York except for Donald Trump. And I'm not talking about you people. I'm talking about the politics there. Weak people. And they've been weak for far too long. And now it's going to turn around and bite them in the A- Double dollar sign. Right, Eli? Mm -hmm. Trump called it. Trump was right. Having said that, folks, I think it is time. We are 55 minutes past the hour. I'd like to go to our next um, partner sponsor break, and then we'll get back in at the top of the hour to a lot more stories that you're going to want to hear and some breaking news as well. How many of you in the chat have used our sponsors and our partners to buy the things that they offer? And if so, how many of you continue to buy from those people, like Field of Greens, Four Patriots, OFP Farms? Why do you continue to buy through them? I know that you're not buying products that you don't like, and you're buying more just to support patriotic people who are out there with like-minded views. The only reason that you're buying them more is because it works. Whether it be CBD, Field of Greens, Lean, or OFP Farms goat milk products, they work. They're real. They're anti-inflammatory. They have vitamins and minerals in them that the the big companies are not putting in their cleaning products. They have anti-aging acids that help remove dead skin cells. All natural. You continue to buy from people like OFP Farms because their products work. Now, they can have all the great packaging in the world. They can tell you they're the greatest people in the world. They can worship God every five minutes. But if their products are terrible, you're not going to buy them. But yet, day after day, month after month, OFP Farms continues to stay a product and a partner here. Why? Because you guys are so great. So if you want 15% off of your order today, go to OFPFarms.com. 
join their newsletter, join the herd, get their deodorants, far better than any of that crap that you're going to buy in Walmart or any other place. Join the herd and use the promo code LFA15 at the time of checkout and you'll get 15% off of your order. That's right, OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA. Now, 20% off CB Distillery last week and this week. I don't think we're going to get 20% off anymore, uh, or at least next week. So, folks, CB Distillery is offering 20% off to everybody in the LFA family if you use the promo code LFA at checkout. That's right, LFA at checkout. Now, if you don't know what CB Distillery is and what it does, it is a company that has fought pharmaceutical companies for a very long time, fought off millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars in attack ads to make you think that there's something that they're not. When CBD is actually all natural, it's given to you by God, and it will have a lot more proactive uh, benefits to you than reactive. So go to uh, cbdistillery.com. That's cbdistillery.com. Use the promo code LFA and you'll get 20% off this week. That's right, folks, CB Distillery. And there you have real reviews and real testimonies right on their website, cbdistillery.com. All right. We are now 58 minutes past the hour. And we're going to move on to our number two, and that is Jack Smith continues to lose to Donald J. Trump. And every time Donald Trump beats Jack Smith in an appeals court decision, we like to celebrate here. So this is what we do. We go like this. We like to dance like David when we're happy, ladies and gentlemen. We like to dance like David. And every time that loser Jack Smith loses... We dance like David. So let's get into the story right now because I always love to uh, report for you how bad Jack Smith is doing. Just in, ladies and gentlemen, this morning, um, an appeals court yesterday denied the Twitter challenge to special counsel's secret Trump search warrant and a conservative judge who denied Jack Smith the opportunity to take Donald Trump's Twitter page and do whatever he wants with it scorched him in the process. Let's get into this story. By the way, for the second hour, if you've not done so, please like the video, smash that rumble button, and give us a share out. A second round of sharing will bring some new people in, even if you shared it. Now, Real Carol Leak says, CBD is a great sleep enhancement. Yes, it is, and it's all natural. I always told you that once these court cases of Jack Smith, Fannie Willis, Alvin Bragg, and the rest of these idiots, once they got into a real court of law, like an appeals court, appellate court, or a circuit court, they'd be laughed out of the courtroom. It's exactly what's starting to happen. A federal appeals court yesterday denied um, the Twitter challenge to special counsel Jack Smith's secret search warrant for Donald Trump's Twitter account. A previously reported special counsel Jack Smith admitted he uh, included inaccurate information when he asked Judge Beryl Howell, an Obama appointee, for a secret search warrant into Trump's Twitter account. Twitter was fined $350,000 just to bring you up to speed because it delayed producing those subpoena records. The search warrant was so secret that Donald Trump and his lawyers didn't even know about it. Okay? That's the kind of crap that these people are on. The, in August, the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals said that the court found that there were reasonable grounds to believe that Trump would jeopardize the ongoing investigation if he knew about the search warrant. Okay? Jack Smith admitted to Judge Howell he included inaccurate information when he suggested that Trump would become a flight risk if he learned about the secret gag order and what they were trying to do. 
A month later in September, Twitter asked for a hearing before a D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals entire court of 11 judges. The court's 11 judges denied Twitter's challenge on Tuesday, but the four conservative judges offered up a scathing condemnation of Jack Smith. These are four conservative judges in D.C. What do you think is going to happen when it gets to a circuit court where people actually pay attention to the law? Judge Pan and Judge Beryl Howell both got scorched in, their, in, in these uh, uh, d- conservative judges' statements as well in their decision to circumvent executive privilege, which is going to be their downfall. Okay? The four conservative judges from the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals scorched Jack Smith, Judge Beryl Howell, the district judge, and Judge Florence Pan, the Biden-appointed federal judge on the appeals court, for bypassing the assertion of executive privilege when they obtained a secret search warrant for Donald Trump's Twitter account. Oh, by the way, this is going to have lasting effects when it gets to the Supreme Court as well. The special counsel's approach obscured and bypassed any assertion of executive privilege and dodged the careful balance Congress struck in the Presidential Records Act, Judge Naomi Rao wrote in a statement joined by three other conservative judges. Julie Kelly then put out a statement. Holy you-know-what, four judges on the D.C. Court of Appeal just delivered a scorched smackdown of special counsel Jack Smith and the judges that are below them, basically giving them the warning. You're on thin ice here, and you cannot circumvent executive privilege. If you have four conservative federal judges slamming Jack Smith, slamming the two judges that made the rulings in the courts lower than them, and they're saying, you just can't circumvent executive privilege. It's in the Presidential Records Act. Congress has already said what a president is and is not allowed to do. And you're circumventing what Congress gave the president the power to or not to do. You can't do that. What do you think that's going to happen when that gets to a circuit court or the Supreme Court? When you have four judges that are citing a a presidential presidential records act that was voted on by Congress and signed into law by a president? You're screwed. Jack Smith knows he's screwed. The world knows he's screwed. The left knows they're screwed, but they always knew that. It's what I've been trying to tell you. There has never been, never, a real prominent thought in any of these people's heads that led them to believe that Donald Trump was going to be arrested or sit in jail. They knew that. I knew that. Producer Eli knew that. We knew that this was going to be a year-long, two-year-long, 24-hour, every day, every hour, every minute, wrap-up smear campaign. Truly sickening. But I'll tell you who is feeling the heat. It's the people that are going outside of the Constitution. It's the people that are going above their pay grades. It's the people that are having secret meetings. That's all coming out in the wash, ladies and gentlemen. Every bit of that is coming out in the wash, which is why I'd like to direct you to the screen here from the Federalist. A lawsuit uncovers how Brad Rappensberger, who, by the way, might even be in Davos right now with his buddy Brian Kemp, tried to memory hold the election law that Trump's Georgia call was all about. Fannie Willis and Brad Rappensberger are starting to feel heat. And I got to tell you, folks, I don't think they want to go down with the ship. I really don't. 
Now, as we have 5,500 people watching here, I want to say thank you to each and every one of you, and I'd like to get into this story. Election integrity advocates recently had a very important win when a federal district court ruled that challenging the eligibility of thousands of voters in Georgia did not constitute voter intimidation. Back in 2020, through the vote, Derek Somerville and others were all sued by Stacey Abrams, Fair Fight Organization, for allegedly violating the prohibition section of the Voting Rights Act. They had independently organized two different sets of challenges to voters with residency issues ahead of the Georgia's 2021 U.S. Senate runoff that allowed Raphael Warnock to win and David Perdue to run away like the sissy that he is. True the Vote's challenges were broader in scope than the challenges that Derek and others had coordinated, which were narrowly focused on voters who appeared to have already cast ballots with residency issues in the 2020 election. When the judge ruled in favor of all defendants in the case and found that there had not been any violation of Section 1 of the Voting Rights Act by the named defendants, the thrill of victory set in and the fair fight continued. Once upon a time, the following language served to summarize portions of Georgia's residency laws in the Secretary of State's voter registration page. It read this, If you move outside the county in which you are registered, to vote in excess of 30 days prior to an election, you have lost your eligibility to vote in the county of your old residence. You must register to vote in your new county of residence. You will be assigned a new voting precinct and a polling location. Remember, if you don't register to vote by the deadline, you cannot vote in that particular election. That language ended up disappearing on the Secretary of State's website. It's law, but it ended up disappearing right after the U.S. Senate uh, election runoff. Brad Rappensberger has been hiding the language of the law from the Secretary of State's website as it pertains to who can and can't vote and what's going to stop them from losing the eligibility to vote if they do something wrong. And it happened to be that tens of thousands of voters voted outside of a county that they left. And not a single person in the Secretary of State's office or in Brian Kemp's office cared to even take a look or even call a special counsel to take a look and see if the laws of the state were upheld, and they weren't. So I have a feeling, especially after the December 19th ruling and the, uh, the, the report that came out that there was 18,000 votes that should have never been counted, I have a feeling that Brad Raffensperger is on his way out and I have a feeling that Brian Kemp is going to do everything he can to get the magnifying glass off of him and the spotlight off of him as well. And I have a feeling Donald Trump is going to carry Georgia by the amount that he should have carried it in 2020. They're not going to win. Now, speaking of Georgia, let's get to Fannie Willis for a minute. Because the Fannie Willis case now is so tainted by self-dealing and improprietor and, and improper Um, actions with money, taxpayer dollars, and people she hired that the entire case must be dismissed without prejudice immediately. And that's what Trump's lawyers are going for. And they'll probably get it. Startling revelations out of the Fannie Willis's office suggesting an improper romantic relationship giving rise to an um, 
to a conflict of interest between Georgia's district attorney and the special prosecutor, Nathan Wade, should result in the entire case's dismissal without prejudice. The allegations of impropriety uh, between Willis and Wade, whom Willis's team contacted in November of 2021, are legion and include not only an inappropriate romantic relationship, but also serious allegations of self-dealing that involves Willis uh, abusing her public office for lavish vacations, federal funding, and a myriad of other ethic violations. Matter of fact, folks, this might be criminal. What Fannie Willis has done, more than likely, is criminal, especially when it came on the heels of colluding with the DOJ and the White House. It's going to come down crashing. Brad Raffensperger, Fannie Willis, Jack Smith, Letitia James, Alvin Bragg, Judge Engeron, all of you. Why don't you see what's about ready to happen to you? How can you think and actually have faith in the promises that the Democratic Party and the powers that be are offering you? Or are you being threatened? It would be in Fannie Willis's best um, judgment, and it would be in Alvin Bragg and Letitia James's and Jack Smith's best judgment to come forward now with the truth. Because the longer you guys hold on to this, the more of an the more of a chance that you guys are going to have for being criminally charged and do jail time, real jail time. That includes you, Brad Raffensperger, and that includes you, Brian Kemp. Don't think that just because Donald Trump is winning primaries and because he might get back to the White House that we're going to forget about you scumbags. No, no, no. We will forgive, but we will not forget what you did to all of us. And we're coming for you. I want to continue talking about prosecutions and these very, very corrupt people. We've went from Brad Raffensperger, Brian Kemp, Letitia James, Alvin Bragg, Judge Engeron. But don't think that all of this doesn't lead to Merrick Garden, Noam Garland, the Biden crime family, and the Obamas. That's who's pulling the strings. And prosecutors for Hunter Biden's gun charges are now urging the judge to not dismiss the gun charges against Hunter Biden. Because the FBI reportedly found cocaine residue on the gun pouch and never, ever, ever reported it. And now we got that information. The gun charges against Hunter Biden have taken a new turn as the federal prosecutors are now urging the judge to reject his efforts to dismiss the gun charges. Prosecutors have revealed that the brown leather gun pouch that was used by Hunter Biden tested positive for cocaine residue all over it. The case delves back to 2018 when an investigation in Hunter Biden led to the discovery of the questionable substance in his gun pouch. The analysis carried out by the FBI chemist authenticated that the residue found was indeed cocaine, ladies and gentlemen. Cocaine. Now it makes you wonder, was the cocaine in the White House really Hunter Biden? Cocaine is a hell of a drug. I think it was. (laughs) This alarming find was part of a broader court filing that was intended to bolster the case against Hunter Biden. 
And now, ladies and gentlemen, that we know that he had a gun, that he lied about his drug use to get the gun, and when they found the gun and they found the pouch, that they tested it and it tested positive for cocaine, automatically guilty. You cannot plead innocent, and there's no way that you can get out of that if you're a, real, if you're a normal, everyday person. You lied to get the gun. What you lied about was your drug, drug use to get the gun. So then you illegally obtained the gun by lying on a federal form, then lost the gun. And then when they found the gun, they found cocaine residue all over it, and it's your gun. Now, these charges include one count of making a false statement in the purchase of the firearm, one count of making a false statement related to information required to be kept by a federal firearms licensed dealer, and one count of possession of a firearm by a person who is an unlawful user or addicted to a controlled substance. Two of these counts carry a maximum prison sentence of 10 years, while the third has a maximum uh, sentence of five years. Hunter Biden pled not guilty to the firearms and then worked out a deal where they would dismiss the firearm case But now prosecutors are saying we can't do that. We've got to go after it. We've got to push forward. There's cocaine all over the the pouch. And I'll guarantee you, mainstream media will say, so he's got a drug problem. So what? He lied about it and got a gun. That's what. That's what. I have a feeling Hunter Biden will be doing jail time before anybody else. I do. Ladies and gentlemen, do me a favor. Share this video. We have 5,700 people watching. I really do appreciate each and every one of you being here today. We've got 45 minutes left of this two-hour show, and I'd like to continue to talk about Hunter Biden because this next story might just tick you off a bit. You know those contempt of Congress charges that the House of Representatives had on Hunter Biden for him, you know, not showing up to the subpoena and then making a mockery of it, they're on hold. That's right. They're on hold. The House Rules Committee announced yesterday that Hunter Biden's contempt of Congress charge will no longer be considered as House Republicans negotiate with Biden and his attorneys. Why? Why? Before I even get into the rest of the story, I'd like to go ahead and give the entire Republican Party, or at least, at least the House Rules Committee, the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Why are you giving this man a pass? I'll tell you why. Because now he said that if they issue him another one, which we talked about the other day, issue me another subpoena, I'll come to this one. Too friggin' bad. Too friggin' bad. Bad. You already broke the subpoena. You're not getting a second chance just because your father is the illegitimate resident of the United States of America. I want to see what you guys think of this. Put it up on the screen. That'd be like me committing a crime and then me telling the judge, sorry, judge, I won't do it again. And the judge says, okay. Who's on the rules committee? What the hell is Comer doing? Dum-dums. What the heck is wrong with Congress? Why is it on hold? Unfriggin' believable. Because the rep and the big giant, not sure what that means, hang Hunter. Where's Mike Johnson and all this, Jeremy? We're going to get to him in a minute. Did Steve Bannon get a second chance? Exactly. Exactly. 
They're all Soros controlled. Two tiers. Hang Hunter. I like that. Biden can do no wrong. They are owned. Useless Congress. You guys know, know what you're talking about. Well, Eli Crane is the next, or I should say the newest member of Congress to come out and say, A, we're shutting down the border, if, or shutting down the government if you don't shut down the border. And he also came out and said um, that they're ready to do a motion to vacate on Mike Johnson. So now you've got Matt Gates who's talking about it. You've got Byron Donalds, who's talking about it. You've got Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's talking about it. And you've got Eli Crane, who's talking about it. Who will be the next person to put Mike, uh, the Speaker of the House, uh, up for motion to vacate? Let's hear a little bit from Eli Crane from the state of Arizona. And you and four other congressmen vowed to shut the government down until they shut the border down. It makes sense to me. They're not working for the people. Uh, talk, talk about that and your trip to the border. Well, it's pretty simple, Jordan. I mean, I, I think that those of us that went down to the border, I think we had Bob Good, Andy Biggs, uh, Matt Gates, Matt Rosendale, and there, there are plenty others, I think, who understand the severity of this issue um, and who are actually listening to the people of this country, listening to the voters we're supposed to be representing. I think voters far and wide across the country, regardless of the state that you live in, Often even Democrats in blue states understand the severity of this issue and they know there's an invasion at the southern border. And, you know, many, if not all of them, are starting to feel it when they go to emergency rooms and, you know, have tremendous extended wait times. And they're seeing people that, you know, um, aren't even from this country who don't pay taxes here, who aren't citizens of this country, often who don't even speak the language being given medical treatment before they are, or whether they're getting on a flight, you know, or whether they're paying their auto insurance and their, their rates go up because, you know, there's so many uninsured illegals driving around on the streets that they commute, you know, on every single day. There's so many, you know, or their family, one of their family members or one of their children, you know, died of fentanyl because our border patrol agents are being tied up at ports of entry or crossing points, allowing, you know, all, all these illegal, uh, fatal drugs to come into the country. I mean, there's so many things going on right now to where, you know, even the mainstream media, you know, can't spin it away. Americans are taking note. I mean, just recently, Jordan, in, in New York City, kids were told they couldn't even go to their own high school because we're going to we're going to how we have so many illegals to house in, in the gymnasium. I mean, it, it's gotten dystopian. And it's like the people that I represent, Jordan, have told me, hey, shut that border down and shut the government down until it is because Amen. they understand Amen. that's one of the only things that people up here in this town care about. They think so highly of the work we do up here. Um, you know, they, 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 that's the only thing on their mind. They don't understand, you know, the existential crisis that this border situation is. Um, and, and some of them are so detached, Jordan, that I think it would actually take, um, you know, somebody in their family getting killed by fentanyl or, or maybe, you know, somebody that they love, you know, getting beat up or murdered by an MS-13 gang member or another 9-11 before they before it actually got through their thick skull. And so, yeah, it is that important. We're going to keep, you know, doing everything that we can to, you know, sound the alarm 
and force people to pay attention to it and force uh, other representatives and officials up here in Washington, D.C. to do something about it. And if that means that there, we have to have a government shutdown, Jordan, hey, then let's let's do that. If that's what it's going to take for people to wake up, then I'm all about it because this is an invasion and it's going to drastically affect our nation for decades. Right. And to build on what you were saying, that these are dangerous, a lot of them criminals, individuals. Um, when I when I was down to the border, I see. So, ladies and gentlemen, he goes on in that. I don't want to play that. It's It's got another 15 minutes in the uh, in the interview. And you can go to the Gateway Pundit and watch that interview with Jordan Conradson and Eli Crane. He goes on to say that Mike Johnson is failing in his duty as the as the Speaker of the House. And if it takes shutting down the gov- government and putting up a motion to vacate at the same point, we're going to get our point across. I like Eli Crane. We're going to get Eli on the show um, very soon. I almost had him booked on the show months ago, but... Uh, something fell through, scheduling or something. Uh, but we're going to get Eli on the show, and we're going to talk to him because, look, we need more people like Matt Gates. We need more people out there that are not afraid to go after these people. Shut them down, motion to vacate. Now, somebody said, a few of you in the chat said, what are you waiting for? Just motion to vacate. Well, folks, you're dealing with D.C. D.C. has put so many things in, pl- in place to protect them from we the people. It's not funny. They, they really think that they're kings and queens. So when you do a motion to vacate, um, you need the support. You need people that are going to stand up and say, you know what? We're not going to be beaten. We're not going to be bullied by the rest of the GOP. If you do a motion to vacate, we got your back. And you only got one shot at it. You do. So you want to make sure that you do it right. You want to make sure that you have the support. And you want to make sure that the people that are with you are going to vote to keep him out of there. And if, and if push comes to shove, he's gone. And you know what? I don't, think Mike's, I don't think Mike Johnson even really cares. I don't think he really wanted the job. Don't think he wanted the job. All I know is it is us, we the people, against our government. That is where we're at now. And you'll hear a lot of Democrats say, oh, these these anti-government radical MAGA extremists. You're damn right we're anti-government. America was built on anti-government. We do not like people telling us what to do in our free country from sea to shining sea. We do not like being taxed without proper representation. We do not like when the government swells so big that it can make the people fear it. It's supposed to fear the people. And one organization that does not fear the people is the damn FBI. Eli, do you know how many times the FBI since its creation has entrapped people and made crimes that weren't going to be committed, but they literally entrapped, coaxed people, indoctrinated people, lied to people, groomed people to do their bidding. That's what the FBI has always done. Since the very beginning, we do not need an FBI if we have state police and state law enforcement. What were you going to say, Eli? Uh, Just like Hollywood. Oh, just like Hollywood. Yeah, it's, it's always been a big propaganda machine, a big CIA PSYOP asset. Well, folks, you're really going to like this one. The, the uh, FBI groomed an autistic 16-year-old to join ISIS in an entrapment scheme and then arrested him. You heard that right. The FBI groomed an autistic 16-year-old kid to join ISIS in an entrapment scheme and then they arrested him. That is what our FBI does, folks. They don't protect and serve. They enslave and punish. Like the Decepticons. Absolutely disgusting revelation. New reporting shows that the FBI groomed an autistic minor into planning a trip to join ISIS, then arresting him just weeks after his 18th birthday. Our next guest sets the scene in a new piece. 
Hamza Mashkor had gone to the airport on December 18th to fly to Dubai, and from there to either Syria or Afghanistan as part of his alleged plot to join the Islamic State. The trip had been spurred by over a year of online exchanges, starting when Mashkor was only 16 years old, with four people he believed were members of ISIS. According to the Justice Department's criminal complaint, the four were actually undercover FBI agents. Mashkor, who's been diagnosed with autism, was strung along by FBI agents posing as ISIS fighters who prodded a sometimes seemingly unwilling Mashkor into committing to join the terrorist cell. From the report, Mashkor also went back and forth about whether he even wanted to join ISIS. Throughout the chats with the undercover agents, Mashkor expressed support for ISIS and fantasized about fighting with militants abroad, but he also shared doubts about joining the group, as well as concerns that he lacked connections of his own in Afghanistan and in Syria. This wouldn't be the first time the FBI has seemingly created an issue it then rushes in to solve. In 2020, FBI agents announced they had stopped an alleged plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer by a right-wing militia group. Later reporting revealed heavy FBI participation in the plot that called into question whether it would have even happened without FBI meddling. Here now to discuss is journalist with The Intercept, Murtaza Hussein. Welcome, Murtaza. Thank you. So this is an absolutely insane story. I mean, we know that the FBI has done things like this before, but this seems a bit extreme, especially considering the circumstances that this was a 16-year-old child initially and not someone who's neurotypical. Can you say a bit just about the FBI grooming in this case and, and how maybe they selected this child? Sure. Just for brief background, uh, this young man was 16 or 15 at the time he first came to the attention of law enforcement uh, because he was posting things on an unnamed social media platform supportive of terrorism. Uh, and that platform filed what's known as a suspicious activity report, which somehow brought to the radar of law enforcement. Uh, at that point, exactly, it's not clear what they did in court, in the court documents, but about a few months later, or a little bit less than a year later, there was an altercation at his home. He had a dispute with a family member. Uh, he may have threatened or harmed the family member. And the family member told police when they came that, you know, he deals with severe mental illness, autism, and things like that. And he has some ongoing uh, challenges in that regard. And then shortly after that police visit, when the FBI started talking to him online, uh, through these undercover agents who tend to pose as supporters of terrorist groups online, befriend people, talk to them over a long period, and as we've seen in many other cases, you know, solicit or gauge their willingness to commit a crime for which they can then be arrested and charged. And in this case, in uh, Mashkur's case, it's quite egregious for a number of reasons. First, the very young age, which you alluded to, he was 16 at the time that these conversations are confirmed to start begun with the FBI. And it wasn't just one agent, it was a total of four agents who he thought he was talking to. So a whole little universe of, you know, supposed internet friends who, of course, a young person you want to impress, you want to have the validation of, and who seemed to offer him connections to help him get out of his uh, situation in his home.
Ladies and gentlemen, the Department of Justice and the FBI are crooked agencies. They're criminal agencies. They are the mob. They are the mafia. The FBI are the real insurrectionists. And I can't wait for the day that all of those crooked FBI agents are sitting in that D.C. gulag with no due process, with no bail, seeing no members of their family, treated like crap, beaten, raped, killed. I can't wait for that day. The Federal Bureau of Investigations is the most corrupt, criminal, horrific organization on planet Earth. And I'm even putting them up against ISIS and MS-13. Do you want to know why? Because the FBI does it under the, gui- under the guise of authority. The, S- the FBI does it under the deceiving guise as some kind of authoritative figure that is doing right by the people that it represents. And it's not. I would trust Al-Qaeda more than I would trust the FBI. There's no need for the Federal Bureau of Investigations. There's no need. They don't serve the American people in any way, shape, or form. As a matter of fact, it's arguably they cause far more harm to the American people. Now, they're out there hunting down and indoctrinating 16-year-old kids. They're out there setting traps for people who would never, otherwise wouldn't have done these things. But they're not out there arresting all those people, Eli, that tried to break into the White House the other day. They're not arresting them. Probably mostly peaceful. It was mostly peaceful. They were only throwing rocks at our heads and objects, screaming, die from the river to the sea. Palestine will be free. No, we don't arrest them. We don't arrest Black Lives Matter who burnt down all these cities, killed people. No, don't arrest them. Didn't arrest George Floyd for being a drug addict, woman-beating, child-killing loser. Nope, arrest the cop that was trying to administer law enforcement on the scumbag. Don't arrest the people that are stealing in every one of these Walmarts and CVSs and Walgreens that are shutting down everywhere. Don't arrest them. Nope. Nope. Speaking of that, another Walgreens about to leave in Boston. Because of crime. You notice the crime isn't running rampant in uh, conservative places, Eli? It's always this blue, dark blue, stupid Democrat areas that the crime is just allowed to run rampant. Stupid and weird thing is, I see on social media all the time people saying, well, that's what you get for you Republicans. No, it's not Republican cities. It's all Democrat blue cities. They're horrible. I'd never move to one, ever. Listen to this. Why do you think they target black and brown communities? I think because they get no pushback. But they're now getting pushback. Protesting alongside dozens of other frustrated customers fighting to keep this Walgreens open. Don't we need to have something in the community to help the black, the elderly, the sick? You know what I'm saying? They can't go far. The problem boils down to accessibility, says former Boston NAACP president turned healthcare advocate Michael Curry. The communities where they're closing these pharmacies are communities where people are uh, disparately impacted by disease, you know, two or three times higher rates in cancer, diabetes, heart disease, where life expectancy can be 15, 20. Hold on, hold on. Do you hear the race card crap? 
Oh, the reason why these black and brown people are stealing and robbing is because of disease. It's because of health care. It's because of accessibility to a normal life. So they go and they turn to robbing and stealing. Yeah, what a good excuse. What a great excuse by a numbnut moron like that. Well, this isn't the only Walgreens or pharmacy chain set to close location in the coming weeks. Curry says it begs this question. What is your obligation? What is your expectation as a corporate citizen to do what's right for those communities beyond what's right just for your bottom line? You know what, ladies and gentlemen? I grew up about as poor as you could be. I grew up getting physically abused, mentally abused, uh, verbally abused. I grew up watching drug addict parents leave me and my four and five brothers and sisters home alone for days with no food. We picked up cans on the side of the street just so that we could get a bag of potatoes, a loaf of bread, a gallon of milk, and a dollar fifty in gas in our Subaru that was rusted out and we didn't even have any kind of means of any real way of life. We didn't rob Walgreens. We didn't rob Walmarts. We didn't rob CVSs. We didn't break windows and steal things that weren't ours. We pulled ourselves up by our bootstraps as we got older and we got the hell out of that life. Gee, I guess you can't do that if your skin tone is darker than this person's, right? It's impossible, right? It's about as racist as saying that black people can't get IDs. What a stupid excuse. What an absolutely stupid excuse. That's just a reason. That's just uh, for them to justify the people in that, oh, Walgreens, you, sh- you shouldn't leave. We know you're not turning a profit. We know you're losing all of the stuff in your store and you're not making any money off that. But, but, stay. If you leave these areas, you're racist. The f- anyway, folks, the world is becoming crazier and crazier. And your world, your home, and the things that you guys are doing in your home, it's coming smaller and smaller as the world goes crazier and crazier and closes in. What you need to make sure that you have for you and your family is safety, resources, provisions, and emergency stuff. You need to have it. Fourpatriots.com is that place, folks. Now, you hear me talk about 4 all the time. You hear me talk about what they have on sale. You hear me pushing different products on their site. But, folks, I don't care what it is at this point. I really don't. They've been a partner here for a long time. They'll continue to be a partner here. But I'm talking to you about this on a person-to-person level, on a passionate level. Folks, you need to be as autonomous as you can possibly be. You need to make sure that your family is set up and ready for any and everything that comes your way. And any and everything is going to come your way in 2024, I can guarantee you now. So make sure that you have your EMP bag kit. Make sure you have your Patriot power generators. Make sure you have your seeds just in case you need to repopulate the earth with food. Make sure that you have your power cells. Make sure that whatever you have can run off the power of the sun. Check out this EMP bag. A lot of people are worried about EMPs, especially with Chinese spy balloons. You want to know what's in your EMP bag? Check this out, folks. Protects against an EMP. Portable and discreet design. Rigid hard shell case. Storage pouch for more devices. Choose the perfect kit for your generator. 1800 model or 2000X model. Ships anywhere from, uh, ships from Utah, anywhere in the United States. Free gifts, free shipping and handling. 
and everything to 48 states in the United States of America, your EMP bag, your solar power generators, all of that, ladies and gentlemen. And you can get that today by going to 4 That is the number 4Patriots.com slash LFA today. Make sure that you and your family are set up and you're ready for any and everything. Another way that people that still have any kind of retirement left or any kind of 401k or any kind of IRA, another way you can protect you and your family to get you through 2024 is goldco.com. Precious metals, gold, silver, palladium, platinum, all of it. With established relationships with mints around the world, GoldCo can help you find exactly what precious metal products you're looking for. And I can tell you this right now, folks. Silver is the thing. Silver is the thing right now. You want to know why? Because in all your stupid lithium battery stuff and all your green new projects, silver is what they need to mine. So silver is going to give you back your biggest return and it'll be your lowest investment as far as how much money you spend. Okay? Gold and silver has done nothing but go up. If you bought 100 pounds of gold in 1970, it would have cost you $6 million. It would be worth $360 million today. So if that sounds like something, security that you want for you, your family, your finances, go to goldco.com slash live. That is goldco.com slash live today. Or reach out to them. You can even go and do a live chat with them right now on the website, goldco.com slash live today. Now, what is disease X? You've heard about it. It's the election variant. Disease X has got a 100% kill rate in mice. COVID didn't even have anywhere near that. Disease X is derived from the gain-of-function research that was done on COVID-19 in Wuhan that was eventually released and killed economies and people alike all over the world for two years and destroyed your rights. Ladies and gentlemen, the WEF and the WHO are having current meetings about how to take the rest of your rights, how to take the rest of your movement and your freedom, and how to release disease X. Now, here is, Don, here is Alex Jones, the man, the myth, the legend himself, talking to you a little about disease X. And you might want to get ready. Live on air that the UN would use a virus scare to bring in draconian controls and planetary systems to dominate every facet of our lives. This video has been censored literally thousands of times on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google. But now, thanks to Elon Musk, you can see it here and share it uncensored. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. We have been following very closely for several years Disease X that the UN World Health Organization has predicted could wipe out humanity. Now, there's a spectrum of Disease X-type pathogens in the virus family that they would call a Disease X, mainly the bird flu variety, the mousepox variety, and also what would be known as airborne Ebola. I have four children. I love my family. I have studied history in great detail. And I understand how big a threat this is. Now, Zero Hedge has an incredibly important article that's a boil down from the World Health Organization and just mentions and blurbs out of the Chinese news that they're basically keeping quiet 
And the story is also posted in full Infowars.com that a new strain of bird flu that kills 40% of humans that contracted it just showed up this week and has already killed 100 people plus. And that's old news. Previous bird flus that they thought were incredibly deadly only killed 1%, then 3%, then 6%. The last one was 9%. Remember decades ago when they were worried it might go airborne? We have a graphic from the UN showing that it is now airborne. This is so incredible, ladies and gentlemen, because this should be the top news story in the world. Regular flu, it's estimated, even with compromised immune systems, might kill 1% of people that come in contact with it. The influenza plague that hit during World War I was estimated to kill around 10% of people that came in contact with it. And the estimates are 100 to 150 million to 200 million because good records weren't kept. It's at least 100 million people with a flu that killed around 11%. And now, now they have done gain of research function so much on that strain that Alex Jones has been talking about for six years that it's killing 100% of its hosts in mice. But what the new thing is, is that those mice, those same CCP biolabs that were found right here in the United States, in California, those same mice had human DNA in them. That's right. They basically made this transgenic mice into a human or have human DNA so that they could see what would happen if they introduced the new gain of function strain of disease X to this animal and it killed 100% because the human DNA in the mouse did not react at all uh, or reacted completely horribly with the, uh, with the uh, uh, assertion of disease X into that body. It's over with, folks. They're going to try this again. They're going to try it again. And like I told you, the World Economic Forum is meeting right now in Davos. Guess who's there? A lot of Republicans, Brian Kemp being one of them. The World Economic Forum is planning to hold a panel at its upcoming annual meeting beginning today. And it will be labeled preparing for disease X as the World Health Organization claims that the unknown disease could cause more than 20 times more fatalities than COVID-19. The unknown disease seems like Alex Jones knew about it in 2018. We're going to pop this up on the screen here. This is the WHO document. Preparing for disease. Can we get this uh, can we get this enlarged? Perfect. Pop this on the screen. There it is right there. World Economic Forum meeting. A long-term strategy for climate, nature, and energy. With fresh warnings from the World Health Organization that a unknown disease X could result in 20 times more fatalities than the coronavirus pandemic. What novel efforts are needed to prepare? Healthcare systems for the multiple changes ahead. This session is linked to a partnership for health systems, sustainability and resilience and collaborative surveillance initiative of the World Economic Forum. The Center 
for Health and Healthcare is committed to improving global health outcomes by addressing trust issues, closing the gender gap in healthcare, and leveraging technology to transform the healthcare systems. The center is also working to improve healthcare security through the public private collaboration. That's what's going on at the World Economic Forum today. Oh, but that's not all that's going on in the World Economic Forum. No, no, no. President of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, wants to drive global collaboration with governments and social media sites to tackle misinformation and disinformation that is polarizing and keeping trust away from these people. Roll it. For the global business community, the top concern for the next two years is not conflict or climate. It is disinformation and misinformation, followed closely by polarization within our societies. These risks are serious because they limit our ability to tackle the big global challenges we are facing. Changes in our climate and our geopolitical climate, shifts in our demography, and in our technology, spiraling regional conflicts and intensified geopolitical competition and their impacts on supply chains. The sobering reality is that we are once again competing more intensely across countries than we have in several decades. Hail Hitler, right? Heil Hitler, that's what I hear when I hear, when I see her or if I see Klaus Schwab talk, the only thing that I hear is Heil Hitler. What's that? I think I was wrong. I've been saying for the longest time now, America and its government needs a reset. It's the rest of the world, too. And with the exception of Trump, because we know that he's got the cognitive ability to lead this country and, quite frankly, the world to you know, freedom and success again. Everybody starting right now at the, let's say at the age of 70, you're done. You're done. You're not working in these forums anymore. We, oh, everybody's going to die of a disease. Ah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I think, God, can we build an ark and have another flood? I know the rainbow is a promise to never flood the earth again, but can Jesus come back or can we, you know, have another flood happen real soon? Get rid of these people? Folks, it isn't just disease X or COVID, though. Did you guys hear about the airports in, uh, the, uh, at the, um, in Virginia and the Reagan National Airport in Washington, D.C.? Did you guys hear about all the diseases coming from foreigners, measles linked to international travelers? Oh, yeah. Travelers at the Duels and Reagan airports were exposed to measles linked to international travelers earlier this month. It is unclear if the international traveler is an illegal alien or not. Quote, measles is a highly contagious illness that can spread easily through the air when it's an effect when an affected person breathes, coughs or sneezes. Measles symptoms usually appear in two stages. In the first stage, most people have uh, a fever greater than 101 degrees. Runny nose, watery red eyes, and a cough. These symptoms usually start 7 to 14 days after being exposed. Measles, mumps, measles, all that stuff that we haven't had in this country for who knows how long. 
It isn't just the financial burden. It isn't just the cultural and traditional uh, destruction that these illegal aliens are having. It's also a medical health issue, folks. Measles is back. I wonder when polio is going to make a return, Eli. Hmm? Oh, you could thank Greg Abbott for that, sending hundreds of thousands of illegals from Texas to these blue states instead of sending them back over the country, sending them back over the border. Greg Abbott, you sent over 100,000, at the very least, illegal aliens into the inner part of this country to infect us and kill us when you could have sent them back over the border, but you were too afraid to do that because you thought the Biden administration was going to sue you. Oh, no! And all those idiots that wanted them? J.B. Pritzker, Eric Adams, where you at now? Now you're begging not to have them anymore because they're destroying your cities too. Governor signs a series of bills aimed at protecting immigrant families in the state. New bills address everything from MAP grants for undocumented students to banning detention centers. Governor J.B. Pritzker believes the move's necessary to create a firewall against what he calls attacks on immigrants by the Trump administration. Local law enforcement agencies will also no longer be allowed to coordinate with U.S. immigration and customs enforcement. A few months later. Not enough has been done. There's no doubt about that. And I think that the president needs to do more. The Congress needs to do more. Uh, Cities out here that are the target of this political game that Governor Abbott is playing uh, are suffering. And uh, here in Illinois, it's minus 29 degrees uh, outside with the wind chill. Uh, We have migrants that arrive from Texas virtually every day, uh, hundreds, and uh, we don't have places to put them. We don't have enough shelter space here. Illinois' governor signs a series of bills aimed at protecting immigrants. Porky Pritzker wanted them, though, Eli. Governor Porky Pig Pritzker wanted them. And now he's saying no more. No more. That's all, folks. Folks, I couldn't. You know what? This is actually, this is a perfect time to talk about it. Might as well put it on the screen. Perfect time to talk about it. Folks, get yours today. Get your contagion emergency kit today. I don't really know what else to say. You see it coming. You see the writing on the wall. You know what they did before. You know what they're planning now. At least we didn't, we didn't know what they were planning in 2020. We didn't know what they were planning. We know now. So if we're not ready now, it's our own fault. Folks, if we're not ready right now, it is our own fault. How many of you have reached out to TWC Health to get yours today? How many? TWC.health slash LFA. I want you guys to write this down because if you don't go look at it now, at least you'll look at it later. TWC.health slash LFA. You really want to make sure that you're ready for this because it is coming. Then you need to have your COVID contagion emergency kit ready and ready for anything. You're going to get a nebulizer. You're going to get arbuterol. You're going to get hydroxychloroquine. You're going to get ivermectin. You're going to get everything that you need in your COVID kit, especially with what the WHO and the WEF are planning. Do not, do not take what I'm saying lightly right now. 
out of all of our sponsors, out of all of our partnerships, do not take what I'm saying lightly. Have your emergency kit with all of your, um, all your prescriptions and all your things that you're going to need in case of an emergency medicine-wise and have your contagion kit for when this comes. Because you're not going to be able to go to these hospitals. You're not going to be able to go to these pharmacies. You're not going to be able to go to these places. You're going to need to be vaxxed, masked, something. When you can just get ready now. You can speak to a telehealth specialist. People like Dr. McCullough and others who worked their butts off to make sure you didn't have to go through that ever again. Be ready for the next pandemic, And don't worry about access to life-saving medications. All you have to do is go to twc.health slash LFA today. You'll get your discount and you'll get your peace of mind for this crap. I hear you, Mazzy Paws. A lot of people said I can't even afford anything these days. I'm doing everything I can just to survive. I understand that. You know what? Maybe I'll purchase with a slurp fund. Eli, can you write that down? Let's purchase... 10 of these kits with slurp fund money. Okay? It might take us a bit, but let's purchase 10 of these kits so we can give them to people who desperately need them when this happens. That's what we're going to do. We're going to purchase 10 of them. Maybe they'll give us a discount so we don't have to spend so much money since we're buying 10 of them for people in the LFA family. Because I know that there's people that can't help. I, I know. I get it. I feel so bad. I wish I could, ha- I could buy one for everyone. We're going to get some for some of these people here. Now, moving on, we've got six minutes left. United Airlines, if you needed a reason to leave United Airlines, well, you got one now. I never needed a reason. United Airlines has been crap for a long time. American, United, they've all been under the same woke DEI uh, narrative for quite some time. Well, folks, if you needed any more reason, now you got it. United Airlines CEO just said we have committed that 50% of our company will be women and people of color. Meritocracy is dead. No longer can you just get by on your own merits. Now, Martin Luther King would be rolling over in his grave, but it's all about the color of your skin and not the content of your character. That's right. United Airlines CEO Scott Kirby. By the way, if you guys want to, this would be a great time to light up uh, CEO Scott Kirby. United Airlines CEO Scott Kirby in a recent interview admitted that they are no longer seeking the most qualified candidates to safely transport their passengers. Instead, we've committed that 50% of the classes will be women and people of color instead of the most qualified individuals that they could find. What could go wrong? You feel safe with that? Eli, you going to fly United Airlines? Nope. No. No? No. If you were in January if you were in DC on January 6th, you already have fire a uh, uh, flight marshals following you anyway. Yeah, that's true. But as far as the flight crew goes, I'd rather people who know how to do the job and weren't giving it to them cuz, you know, diversity I, I mean, look, I just won't feel safe. I, I, I cannot feel safe. And it's not because now the view would say, look at that. Look at that. That white male Christian Republican won't fly on the plane because there's black and brown and women people flying it. No, I don't care what color they are. I want them to have experience and knowledge. That's what I want. 
I don't want them to be some numbnut moron who got a job just because of the color of their skin or their genitalia that they were born with. Absolutely ridiculous. Now, speaking of ridiculous, how about those uh, electric cars, Eli? (laughs) (laughs) How about those electric cars in Chicago? Huh? Check this out, folks. Tell me about that. I want Elon Musk to do something about this. (laughs) Probably help us out. So electric vehicles may be the wave of the future, but a whole lot of owners are having trouble dealing with Chicago's bitter cold temperatures. Public charging stations have turned car graveyards over the past couple days. Dane Placco reports on the frustration and some tips from an auto expert. Nothing, no juice, it's still on zero percent, and this is like three hours this morning being out here after being out here eight hours yesterday. Tyree Beard was among the dozens of Tesla owners trying desperately to power up their cars at this Tesla supercharging station in Oak Brook. A scene mirrored with long lines and abandoned cars at scores of other charging stations around the Chicago area. Man, this is crazy. It's, it's, it's a disaster. Seriously. Oh, we got a bunch of dead robots out here. Dead robots. (laughs) This is your car? Yeah. But it was no laughing matter to people like Kevin Sumrak, who landed at O'Hare last night to find his Tesla dead, forcing him to hire a flatbed tow truck to try to find a working charging station. So I can get back to Indiana. But you can't find one that's charging or working? Either working or doesn't have cars sitting, um, still plugged in. You've been here since when? 5 p.m. yesterday. So, 20 hours or so. Yeah, about. Tesla did not respond to any of our emails or calls, but an automobile expert we talked to says there are some things that EV owners can do when it gets this brutally cold. Yeah, they can sell the piece of crap and buy a gas-powered car. That's what they can do when things get brutally cold and have a brain to begin with. What's up, Eli? You get a really big piece of paper and put the car on it and use it as a paperweight. (laughs) There you go, a paperweight. Now, Eli, ready for this? I wanted to end with a smile on my face. I saw this video this morning. It made me smile so much. I just wanted to share it with you. Eli, I want to live in this neighborhood that you're about to see. What you're about to see, now I know it's a joke. I know it's a joke, but it's funny and I love it. What you're about to see is two dads congratulating each other because it's Father's Day. Dad best friends celebrate Father's Day together in this neighborhood. I absolutely love this video. Roll it. kicks up his foot. He's like, woo! <laughs> Go back and watch that part. Watch that part. <laughs> it's your day. No, it's your day. Hey, you know what? With all the crap going on in the world sometimes, we just got to laugh. I want to live in that neighborhood. 
Anyway, folks, thank you for being here today. I really do appreciate it. You know, one way that you can help us out here is by going to jeremyharrell.com. That is jeremyharrell.com and checking out our beloved and wonderful store. As you can see there, we've got Rapture Ready gear. We've got Trump gear. We've got LFA gear. We've got MAGA gear. We've got featured products. We have $10 or less products. Check it out, jeremyharrell.com, jeremyharrell.com. Help out a good patriot. Right here on LFA TV. Hey, <laughs> I love that. Also, if you want to help out another great patriot, you can help out Mike Lindell and myself by going to MyPillow.com, especially after Fox News has just kind of uh, uh, canceled him. Go to MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com, promo code LFA. Uh, Alexan says, oh, poor baby. Buy into, what did that say? Buy into this BSU morons. Not sure what that means. Love you. God bless you. And go to Mike Lindell's MyPillow.com. Use promo code LFA. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you all for being here. God bless each and every one of you. That's going to do it for Live from America because Kevin Smith comes up next right here on LFA TV. So I want to say God bless you. And remember this. There are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. By the way, Roger Stone, tonight, 8 p.m., do not miss it, he's back, and ladies and gentlemen, TrumpetDaily.com, I mean Trumpet Daily right after that. God bless you guys, keep your families close, keep a smile on your face, and whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. Peace out.